0: If people didn't have toxins sitting in their gut, they wouldn't have toxic thoughts. Literally, I tell this to people that if you didn't poop, you will have shitty ideas. Hi, I'm Dr. Dimple Jangra. I'm your podcast host and I welcome you to A Gut Story. This is a podcast, a platform where we're going to discuss healthy everything. A healthy body, healthy mind, healthy emotion, healthy energetics and a healthy spiritual journey. We're going to also discuss stories of courage, grit, confidence, discipline and patience that helped several people overcome tragic events in their life and physical trauma. And we're also going to learn from several natural sciences like Ayurveda, naturopathy, homeopathy, yoga on how to reset our body back to good health and bring ourselves back closer to nature. Welcome to A Gut Story with yours truly Dr Dimple. She left and a week later she calls saying, I'm up for it, let's do what you have in mind. And I was like, really? I didn't think I'll ever see you again. From that day to this day, it's been four years, Poppy has done every single masterclass that I ever released on Prana Academy. Every single, 10 masterclasses she did with me, every single treatment that my clinic had to offer, every single friend of hers received my phone number, every single friend, I know all her friends, There's not a single friend left in a group that doesn't know me or I don't know. She was speaking more Ayurvedic stuff than me. Like I didn't want to drop the V word and the P word and all. She was dropping all those words and I was like literally looking and I was like is this the same Pauke I met four years ago? But this is what Ayurveda and Yoga does, right? Once you get hooked onto it, it's a ladder that you keep climbing upward. It's not a horizontal walk from this city to another city like how we do in our life. Yoga and Ayurveda, these sciences have been designed to not just let go of your physical toxins but also your mental and emotional toxins and prepare your body for meditation so you can attain salvation. We see a lot of yogis getting obsessed with yoga courses and yoga pros and they're constantly taking pictures of like, You've hit a roadblock, you've not yeah. understood the purpose of yoga and Ayurveda.
1: It's actually to attain a state of meditation so you can attain salvation and break the cycle of life. Do again. you know why asanas were created? Most people think that yoga is, firstly it's not even yoga, it's called yoga. We have to write yoga because English in English, if you write yoga, then it becomes yog. So yoga, in yoga, yoga is a way of life, as you rightly said, to attain a state of meditation, sadhana, samadhi. Asanas were just created so you are able to reach that state easily. People think it's a workout and that's what yoga is. Staying fit, having a good body, like you said, six-pack, even during panchkarma, all of that, right, in Ayurveda or yoga. These things are by-product. Yes, you will have fabulous skin, you will have a good body, but that's a by-product. What it's going to do is what it did for me during Panchkarma, which is bring you to your centre and people fail to understand. That brings me to a question I've been wanting to ask you, what about people who, so I'm convinced of the pros of it and I'm an ardent believer and it's science, it is science, how do you convince people who are not believers?
0: 500 years ago we were doing everything right. Suddenly, we've got so many things wrong in our diet and lifestyle. It coincides with the fact that 500 years ago, we were ruled by the British. Now, I'm not putting the blame on them entirely, but I'll tell you what happened. During the colonial rule, when the British arrived, the East India Company, they allotted a lot of funds for sciences that were taught in English. So, only sciences that were taught in English were funded, and they received r and d funds to do research and development, published papers. And those who studied any science in English, were doctors that could make money. So Ayurveda, which was still taught in regional languages, because it had a gurukul system, you know, where the guru passed on the education to the student, verbally, it was verbatim. It was a gurukul concept back then, right? Most of the content was all by memory. And Ayurveda was taught in the form of shlokas, which even I haven't had the opportunity to read. I just read Vridhar and I was so taken away by it that I ended up researching it for like six years and it became a book. Just one small part of Ayurveda became a book for me. So you can imagine how deep it is. Ayurveda was taught in the form of shlokas, like how you do Bhagavad Gita, Aditya Shridayam, Vishnu Satranami. Like that, Ayurveda was also taught in shlokas and it was studied at four in the morning, five, six in the morning. The freedom fighters in India took a huge stance against the British saying. If you don't fund it, we put money out of our pocket to save Ayurveda, so there was a small group of people in Kolkata who managed to preserve Ayurveda in the form of books from their own pocket money, they put money out of their pockets and when English language came, Western medicine came into India, Western medicine came into India, diseases also came into India, there is a saying that when you take Western medicine, you have to take another set of medicines to recover from that medicine. And who said this? Not me. Western scientists say Right now, what is the rate of healthy people in the US? Only 2.4% of the population in the US are healthy. This is the actual number. Only 2.4%. 97.6% of the people in the US are diseased. And I got a shot in 2014 when I was in the US. Every third advertisement was for a drug. For anxiety, stress. And it would start off with, you know, very nice pictures of people walking around in the forest saying, I feel calm, I feel happy, da da da. And then there would be a voice going really fast saying that, these are the side effects of these drugs. And the second ad, every third ad is a drug for anxiety, and every second ad is a lawyer saying, did you get cheated? And I was like, wait, 2.4% of the people are healthy. This is the land of pharma. Where did pharma come from? It was born in the US. Where did capitalism come from? The rest of the world is socialist. We are democratic. That's where capitalism came from. Okay, so I'm not blaming the British and the Americans, but unfortunately, the whole world started looking towards Western sciences for answers and Eastern science was forgotten. And trust me, you, everybody there is now looking towards Eastern sciences for answers because they're so sick and tired of being in pain, being diseased, they're taking flights, going down to Kerala and doing treatments and not telling anybody about it because they probably feel shy about telling anyone that I did an animal cleanse or something, you know. Out there, people actually think, friend's brother in Germany, he went up to his sister he said, I have a problem, I think I'm diseased, I'm sick, I'm gonna die. She's like, why? He's like, I went to the bathroom yesterday, and I went to the bathroom today, and I went to the bathroom day before also. He's like, I've been going to the bathroom every day, I think there's a problem. He didn't even know that's normal. This is a grown-up man in his 30s. He didn't know that eliminating waste is a daily process. This actually happened and his sister was a German teacher in uh, the American school and she was my student at the point, point. I'm a patient. And she told me saying, can you believe my brother just said that, like, how do I deal with him when he's obese and unhealthy and sick to look at? He's got skin diseases, he's got heart issues, he's 30, And he thought eliminating waste on a daily basis means he's going to die. Constipation, colon health issues is the most common disorder in the West. And this is the root cause of most diseases, right from cancer to clinical depression to common cold to diabetes and lifestyle diseases. It all begins in the colon and gut
1: health. And this is something we don't have conversations about, right?
0: And unfortunately, we don't discuss it enough.
1: You know, I guess mothers do that, right? Uh, You've written a book on parenting. and My best friend is a new mother. And I know she's like, Sons, you have no idea the chats I'm exchanging on the group and with my doctor describing the color of the poop and shape of the poop. And I do it with my baby as my dog or baby, you know, something. So yeah. we do that and there's no shame in
0: that. If you don't take out the trash every yeah. the No matter how clean you keep your mandir, is it not going to smell? It's going to be horrible. Not just that, then your house is going to be filled with maggots and worms and flies and cockroaches and you're busy swatting the flies and catching the cockroaches. That's a symptomatic approach which I has. Patients, you know, are struggling to understand. I tell them this. I said, are you going to take the trash out of the kitchen? Or do you want to just keep catching the cockroaches in the house? What do you want to do first? And when the minute they say, okay, I want to take the trash out. I said, are you ready for it? Because this means changing your lifestyle, changing your diet, eating the foods that are clean and making sacrifices, giving up on all that gluttony that has brought you to the state. Gluttony has become one of the biggest vices. Like we see restaurants. All over the city. Every third place is a restaurant. And when I look at the way that the food is being served and the food is being cooked, I can't even tell what ingredient has been used in that food anymore because it has been cooked and processed so many times that it's not a food anymore. They've done these tests where they put burgers and french fries from McDonald's in a jar for seven days. There was not an ounce of life or fungal growth or decay on it. Seven days later it was still fresh. Because it's not meant to be digested. Because it has the longest shelf life so that they can make profits around the world through logistics. So that you know they can ship the lettuce from one part of the world to the rest of the world at a very cheap price. And it's not going to get rotted, it's not going to decay. So if it didn't decay over the last six months of its transport, do you think you can digest it? Is it worth it? I give all these gory images so that people when they go back home, will not touch it. Is it worth it eating that? You know, ever since I started studying Ayurveda, every time I look at food, I try to trace the origin of it. Was it grown organically, ethically? Was it fair price to the farmer? Was it transported in a nice, clean, ethical, respectful manner? And my cook, when she was cooking it, was she in a good mood? Pickle? Ghee raleg ke she put pickle, you know why? Pickles is tamasic, Picker is fermented, Picker is old food, right? Why would she give us something tamasic and old, which has oil and red chili powder Fermentation. and it's fermented. It has good bacteria, obviously, but we're overdoing that now. There's a reason why. If you keep eating khichdi every day, which I used to do and I think Trishna knows about it. I would carry khichdi to work every day for three months in a row. My cook would ask, Kya chahiye naash? I said, khichari. Shira, if you to answer is so the reason why they put pickle is, when you keep eating khichdi, your satyuk energy keeps going up, going up, going up, going up. You start floating above the normal people and spiritual ego starts coming in where you think everybody else is bad and only you're good. That dollop of pickle brings you back to earth because it's so tamasic. That one drop of pickle. In moderation, it allows you to sleep and rest. Now, those of us who have sleep issues, the problem is there's too much rajas. We're always wanting to be like on the move, achieve this, achieve this, achieve this, accomplish this. And it happens to most of us, you know, we're becoming very alpha. Women are becoming testosterone driven and PCOS, PCOD is basically low estrogen levels, high testosterone levels. Where is it coming from? And the minute when, you know, someone tells me that PCOS, PCOS is like through the roof, I was like quit your job first. You're so alpha, you have become the man you wanted to marry. You're wearing the pants all the time, you're trying to achieve this, achieve that. Prove this to the society, prove this to your parents, and I have done the mistake too. Like, I was called the shark in the tank during my banking days, you know, that I would bite out men's heads for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I would eat their confidence. Literally, that was what was said about me by the lawyers. They would be negotiating on the call, and the minute I come on the call, everybody would fall silent, so saying, We're not debating with her. But my testosterone levels were so high, did it make me happy as a person? No. But the minute I went in nature, I took a sabbatical for two years, living off my savings. I had no clue what my next job is, where my money is going to come back. I was just living off my savings, living in nature, plugging back all that estrogen. I didn't realize prana was being accepted in my mind at that point in time and the clinic was going to happen and then this was not part of my plan. I had nothing to do with Ayurveda. We were about painting, we were about visual communications, making movies, taking photography lessons. We only studied that Ayurveda. ka but I had to go through all of those turbulent times for no
1: reason to discover. So, this I, is your Ikigai.
0: Ikigai, yes! yes.
1: And I was on my way back from Dharamshala to Amritsar and then I was deciding that should I pack some food from my flight? Should I have that last chole bhature, And then I saw this Ikigai video where you also explained about. Asking yourself some questions before you eat something, that is it really important for me to eat it and then even today in the conversation you said that how has it come to my plate, is it ethical? For two years she was trying to bring her husband to my clinic. Yeah. it, it finally did. succeeded. Absolutely. And you know I am so glad he did not come then because I think that time he would have come to keep me ke ah. I feel now he came because he saw the difference. Yes. He saw how much I follow you. He came if you noticed in the middle of Panchkarma. He didn't come from the beginning. So when he observed this that he was so this thing, then he's like, Okay, four times he cancelled, which was in the beginning. So by this by my sixth or seventh days when he came. Because I am assuming he saw something. He saw a difference. I'm sure noticed my skin hair, all of that, but he saw that some state of my being changed and in, it's my husband, so he's seeing it every day, happening and changes. And he came, and the good thing is that he is having that rhythm in the morning. He is having his medicines, yet he's not going to be like me. He's still having his coffee. In his <laughs> so now, how to make that change? So my
0: first client from this family was actually the dog, Shamshi. <laughs> so when they came three, three, four
1: years ago, we met. Sorry, yeah, one more, <laughs> but the very with shamshi so the funniest is, so Shamsher has come uh, to okay. Trana, yes, four years ago. I Tried to put him on a diet, but I don't think he wanted to. <laughs> he, he, he Hear this now. So there's a picture of Shamsher, by the way, at Trana. He's the only dog who has made it to the wall of fame. But the funniest is, so when I was doing my punch karma, I was trying to eat by six o'clock my dinner. is timing for dinner and breakfast. He's a dog. He has two meals: morning nine and evening nine, because it just kind of suited the our this thing. So, when I was doing my punch karma, his yes, mealtime also changed to 6 o'clock. <laughs> because I was like, Jaljalli is ko bhi kilao, may bhi khao ngi, das 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 And, Shamshi's mealtimings have also changed now permanently. So, he eats with me in the morning. Sunali so, got into
0: Ayurveda. Sunali's so, mother was sending my videos to Sunali saying, follow this girl.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so is <just> like, this is This
0: And then the change happened that Ashish, again a non believer of Ayurveda, he not just saw something, he felt something. There was a change in your vibrations, okay? So this is how beautiful Ayurveda is, or yoga is. It not just changes your physical state, but your mental, emotional, energetic and spiritual state your energy changes have you felt when you're sitting on the mat what, what do people say come to the mat come to the mat literally as if it's some kind of a flying carpet of aladdin's come to the mat for an hour you get on that mat and you do pranayam for 20 minutes 40 minutes when you get up are you not a different person don't you feel kinder calmer if the whole world started doing 20 minutes pranayam and yoga If the whole world, including Putin and Israeli government and Palestinian government, we would have no war, we would have no death, we would have no humanity crisis. If everybody could learn how to prevent a disease using Ayurveda, Ayurveda is a preventive healthcare license. If all of us could learn how to prevent a disease rather than waiting to get sick and becoming a guinea pig in the hands of unfortunately the big farmer, we wouldn't have so much suffering in the world. You know what has happened in African countries, right? Every time they want to release a medicine, they would first release a virus in Africa, which is mass genocide. An entire village is wiped out because of one bacteria that was released, Zika virus suddenly. The whole village is wiped out there. That's what greed has done, that we're okay to sacrifice our own people for it. If people didn't have toxins sitting in the cut, they wouldn't have toxic thoughts. Literally, I tell this to people that if you didn't poop, you will have shitty ideas. Because it's gone to your head, all that poop, all that waste, the same blood that is circulating to your colon is now circulating to your brains. Simple logic. If all of us had a clean gut, clean intuition thus, clean memories and clean emotions thus, because this is the second brain. If all of us had yoga and pranayama and if all of us had the power to prevent a disease, this world would be so much a happier place. Like I haven't had the courage and guts to make a comment on social media. Someone even wrote to me saying, Good doctor, are you not gonna speak about the genocide? I was like, I don't know what to say literally. Like this is us hurting each other. Have you ever seen animals engage in war? No. We have suddenly become worse than that because we're in a state of disease here, we're in a state of disease here now. We're in a state of disease at a body, mind, emotion, and energetic level, and thus our spirituality has been destroyed. So Ashish felt your vibration. He just didn't see you. He felt your vibration. Can you imagine a non-believer of either that for the last four years, he has not come to my clinic. He cancelled the appointment four times in the last two, three weeks. Showed up to the clinic on his own and said, I'll do this. Doctor, I'll do this. I'm exactly eating what you say." And your dog has changed his eating style. That's a testimony to the fact that one person changes, one educate one woman, you can educate an entire nation. That's I mean, what has happened. Is Educate one
1: woman, the nation changes. Imagine not passing it to our children. Just visualize that. I know we have a long way to go, but baby steps.
0: As long as you can take care of yourself. And I've spoken about it in you know the first chapter, how because of bad health, I lost everything in my life. You know, I ended up in an abusive marriage. I ended up in uh, near-to-death experiences. Like We were quite young women. We all about married. We didn't even know what it was. That's when I made a lot of wrong decisions. So because of lack of health in my family, it had a domino effect. And this is what I'm saying. When the chips fall, remember it may not be in your favor. So it's better to take care of your health because it impacts all aspects of life. It impacts even relationships. If a woman is constipated, God bless the family because she's going to be snapping at the husband and kids the whole day. And nobody knows why she's snapping. Hey guys, if you like this episode, don't forget to leave a comment below so we can learn how to improve ourselves. Like, subscribe and definitely share this with your loved ones, your friends, family and relatives so you can become an influencer of good health in their lives. Until my next episode, here's wishing you unconditional happiness, love, forgiveness, kindness, empathy, compassion and everything that you do. Here's Dr. Dimple Jagra signing off.